On episode 5 of What Would Venus Do?, this holy trinity discusses the new moon in Pisces, going to Paris, taking care of your affairs, and dealing with your life in real time. The ladies discuss how we have the tendency as humans to layer our problems, stacking them on top of each other, and not dealing with old energy. It is a conversation of significant importance, not only in business, but in leading a fulfilled existence. Stephanie, Sarah, and Kristen express how to wake up free from to-do lists that weigh one down and claim your dreams. Stephanie shares actionable steps instead of running from your problems and tasks you face, how to treat them with care and confidence. This episode is not to be missed. Hi, and welcome to episode four of What Would Venus Do? I'm going to have Sarah take the mic as usual to start us off. Yeah, thanks, Steffi. I think that I I like, like I've mentioned before in our previous episodes, just kind of touching on the astrological happenings um, briefly. And for this upcoming week, so on February 20th, today is the 16th. Uh, we're going to have a Pisces new moon. And I think that, you know, Pisces season, I'm a Pisces. Kristen is a Pisces moon. We have a decent amount of Pisces energy in uh, our group. I think that Pisces season tends to be a really dreamy, liminal space. And I feel really positively about this new moon because we've just made it through Capricorn and Aquarius season where Saturn is the ruler and Saturn can be a little bit more linear, a little bit more focused on, again, like linear time, gradual improvement, um, slow and steady, whereas Pisces is more of the dreaminess and this very fertile soil where we are able to kind of bring a lot of dreams into our vision And it feels a lot more expansive. Uh, And as, again, as a Pisces, (laughs) I feel good about it because I'm coming into my solar return. Um, And just to say that two of us are going to be in Paris during Pisces season. And so I think that there's probably no better place to be post Pisces new moon than in the city of love. Um, So so yeah, I think it's going to be a very more focused on on expansion of vision, expansion of consciousness than expansion of the material resources that we have. Uh, and that will probably will move into Aries season with with kind of our dreams being expanded upon collectively. So so I think this is going to be a really beautiful new moon and it's not aspecting any planets in a negative way. So it's really unencumbered by kind of any added obstacles. Um, do you guys want to say anything or touch on anything there? Definitely. <laughs> as 
as my moon is in Pisces, as Sarah said, and I feel that already that, and we all do this, I think that the first two months of the year, it's very intentional and goal setting. And uh, there's been, I live in, I live in England and um, it's just been very cold and rainy and just with uh, Imbolc and uh, mid-February, there's been this shift in the air. And even though it's been very subtle, there's just that freshness and this pure feeling of the air is less cold and crisp. And it just feels like the, the tinglings of, of spring and this, this, this freshness within the, uh, energy. And so I feel that that, um, is tying in beautifully with the new moon in Pisces because it really feels like everything that we've been working on the past two months, it's now, okay, we've we've been working really hard and we've been manifesting and we've been planting so much in the fertile soil. But with this shift in the air and the shift of the new moon, it's going to feel like so much luscious permission to dream and to stay in that more daydreamy space of pleasure and play with less feeling like, oh, I have to get things done. And that, that like you said out, um, the planets were ruled, everything was ruled by Saturn. And it just, that that lightness and the loosening of the reins is already felt for me. And um, and Stephanie and I will be in, in Paris next week. And it's always the right time to be in Paris. It's the most romantic, magical city in the, in, uh, in the entire planet. And, um, and now knowing that we'll be there in this window will be, extra extra dreamy yeah I mean I think I love what you just said about the expansiveness and the um that that sense that like spring is almost here and it's like this it's it's so romantic and it's so hopeful and it's so exciting because even though we're not there yet there's this yearning towards it and that feels really, you know, as a Pisces, as a Pisces move for Kristen, like yearning is, is my middle name. Like that is where a lot of the poetry comes from, right? Uh, is that, that feeling toward that you're being pulled or drawn towards something, not in the actually having it yet. And so it's a good time to, 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 to be in that state of divine um, divine yearning. So, so yeah, I, I can't, I feel like this is our pre Paris episode and then we're going to have a post Paris episode and it's actually going to be really on brand because something that I shared with, uh, with Stephanie and Kristen about what I wanted to talk about this episode and what I thought would be good was actually inspired by watching Emily in Paris, which, you know, it's a silly little show. It's not anything that's crazy, but um, but there's always something to be learned and there's always signs and signals everywhere. And so I feel like everything about everything right now is just Paris, <laughs> just like, like, just we're thinking about 
about the energy of that city and and what and 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 kind of the the ethos around that and the downloads that are able to be gotten when you go into different you know time space locales um the codes that you get and the transformation that happens when you go into these types of energetic hot spots similar when you go to new york city it's like there's something that comes alive in you that wasn't necessarily alive previously. Um, and so just to, unless there's anything anyone else wanted to touch on before I say, okay, so I'm just going to start moving on. Something that I've been thinking about recently and I'll full circle this is just that, and this is again, kind of inspired from the strange uh, like life of this girl who in the show Emily goes to Paris, who's an American, uh, kind of ignorantly and starts living in Paris. And something that I noticed that she does in this show, and I think this is something that, number one, I aspire to. Number two, I don't think that, obviously, it's it's Hollywood. It's not realistic. But um, I've been thinking about the idea of how we are able to kind of go through life and meet each day with a clear conscience and meet each day with a fresh start and a fresh slate and fresh eyes. And while I was watching it, I realized the reason that she's able to do this in the show, but also people who embody the same type of um, ideal is because when whenever messes are made, so we're always going to be creating karma for ourselves in business, you know, there's always going to be unintentional <laughs> or maybe even intentional hiccups, issues. We bump into things and we create like small and large messes. And, you know, in the show, what she does is every time a, like a mess is made, it's like immediately like a dog with a bone. She's going after the mess and attempting to ameliorate it. She's attempting to smooth it out. She's attempting to fix whatever problem she may have caused so that she's not in a state of just kind of sitting amidst like old energy. And I think, you know, when we've been through trauma, a lot of times what happens is we end up in a state where we're, um, we end up like a lasagna layering kind of problems that we haven't dealt with on top of each other. And so we're kind of constantly feeling like we're running from something instead of waking up with fresh eyes, we're waking up and there's this weight of many different things that we haven't closed. And this can be, you know, big and small, this can be like literally doing your taxes. Right. But this can also like, and I, and like I said, it can also be within relationships, within business, anything that you're avoiding, that's something that you need to do carries a kind of karmic weight on on it because it's not allowing you to fully embody the present because you're concerned about some kind of thing from the past and um and a lot of times when we go through painful things we that we can't integrate for whatever reason or that we want to avoid or that we want to avoid the emotions that come with it we just kind of we kind of like let it stay there and then we layer our next day on top of the you could say the garbage that needed to be taken out from the day before and this can happen for years you know and that's why I've been like thinking for me specifically these past two years for me have been like I'm taking I'm, I'm emptying out the trash I'm taking out all of the trash 
like bag by bag. And it's not very fun. It's far easier to do it moment to moment, day to day, instead of having to take out years of trash. Um, But I think it's a far more just wholesome and truly, truly in in authenticity way to live. I don't think you can really be in your authentic energy if you've got all of this trash, you know, this metaphorical trash that's surrounding you in your home. And, And so that has been that kind of way of living life and especially in business. And I think Steffi, you could probably speak to this in business too, because I think you're pretty good at it is just making sure that the things that need to be addressed are addressed so that they don't lead to a kind of psychic weight. Uh, So. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. That definitely feels incredibly important. It is incredibly important. Anytime that you're like, say, closing things out with a client in our energetics of support class, like I have a whole module about that because it's so important that you're closing out that energetic tie that you've formed with someone in order to just release and move forward. Otherwise, you're going to be just held back in whether it's, you know, the potential potentiality of somebody um, having like a negative projection about you and like putting that out into the world or just you feeling as though you haven't done your best work for that particular project or scenario. So it's always important to clear things out. And then this also had me thinking about just like the not the obligations, but the running list of things that we said we were going to do and we never did and how that weighs on you and the words that you, the words that you spoke that you didn't keep basically. And when you have a scroll of those hanging in the closet somewhere, you are not going to be confident in your capability to achieve your dreams basically. And so I had, I think it was maybe like two months ago where I literally wrote down these words that I haven't kept and checked them off because that is how you build confidence. And as um, a business owner, as an entrepreneur, and just as a person living on this planet in general, you need to be, you need to have trust in yourself. And if you aren't doing the things that you say you're going to do, you, that trust is just broken and broken and broken. So kind of like a, kind of a tangent off of what you said, but that's what it reminded me of. That was so incredibly insightful and really, really spoke to me, Steph, because you both know this and I would want to share a bit more of a, of a personal reflection now is I've, I've historically always buried things and run away from my problems, like 
for forever for for being a teenager and I remember I you know when I was much much younger but drinking and doing a lot of drugs and I and got um a, a DWI and just chose to not deal with it and not deal with any of it at the time and having through my 20s carrying so much of exactly what the two of you were talking about of energetic weights and I, it felt like my subconscious mind was everywhere was all around me and i and i was never i was never whole and maybe as you you both stated never authentically in my center because there was energetically these loose ends from my past and had made many messes along the way but probably by not dealing with things in real time as they were happening and now of now of course as as an adult and and a mother and a a, a business a part of this business as a woman i think i've gotten much better at it but it does it does take work and if you are a person that has historically ran away from your problems or not wanted to face them at the time it they won't go anywhere and that's and that's something else that i think i've really learned the hard way is you have to be the one to to to, to change your ways and to um also as someone who made a big mess and then did move to paris uh, speaking of emily in paris but that I went to Paris and I didn't know absolutely anybody. And I, I created a, an entire, I put myself in an entirely new uh, aura and architecture because I wanted to be different. And I wanted to break karmic ties of how I was and who I was. And it, and it's dirty work and it, it takes a lot of, mental and emotional discipline I think and that and you two could probably tell me but I think that I've gotten much much better at it but it's to say that um Sarah as you said that if you don't do it then it's it's years and years and years of of garbage that you'll you're needing to carry to the bin and and it ain't pretty, but no. it can be done. And it's hopeful when yeah. you start the process. Yeah, I love what um, I love what you, you guys both said. And Steffi, yeah, I think that there's an insight. And uh, basically, one of the things that I realized is there's I've made my life much smaller you know, because I am like, I need to address the things from the past. So it's no longer about, oh, let me, let me over uh, schedule myself or let me, let me like add all of these new tasks to my list. It's like, how can I be in integrity with everything that I say that I'm going to do? And how can I not over offer or like over promise things of myself, because I may have mentioned this, but there's a difference between your capacity and what you're capable of. 
and we need to be honoring our capacity and not just our capabilities. And, you know, when we overpromise and under deliver, like we lose confidence in ourselves, other people lose confidence in ourselves and in, in us and they, they don't trust us. Right. And we don't trust us. And, and that's where it just becomes, it's not just about telling people what they want to hear anymore. Right. Because I think a lot of times when we do over deliver, even to ourselves, we're telling ourselves a little bit of what we want to hear. We're being, we're really being honest, the truth of who we are so that we can keep the expectations in alignment with the reality uh, as we grow. And so that we can grow at the same rate as at, that we can grow in a gradual pace. So like, you know, I have a dream of being this gigantic thing. This is just a, like a, for instance, but like, I need to stay really close to myself and my life in order to take the necessary steps day to day to day in order to become that thing. And I can't just, well, we, we you know, Chris, sometimes we, we can, we can, but you know, the, the things never go away that we can sometimes try and hop from one reality into a completely different one, right? That's what acting is basically. But at the end of the day, we still have to deal with Saturn. We still have to deal with the material consequences of, you know, our behavior and, and what we say and, and, you know, and what we don't say and what we do and what we don't do. And so Kristen, I mean, it's, a hundred percent. I mean, we've all come a really long way and definitely, you know, when you said it's dirty work, like it is, and it's also, it can be deeply painful work at first, but you know, you can't escape your life. And if you want your life to be a little slice of heaven, like a little slice of Eden, then you have to clean out you have to, you basically have to get rid of the old soil that nothing can grow on really anyway. You have to get real about what's going on. You have to change the way that you add all the different fertilizers into it. You have to do the work basically. And I definitely can relate to being someone who has an incredible capacity to disassociate and escape from the problems. But I think eventually what you realize is that like that that's a short game. That's not the long game because like you could just you're just running forever and, 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 and to what end. And I think in business, when people aren't realistic with themselves about this, they create all of these messes all over the place because they want to go somewhere really fast and, and they don't take care of the intentionality behind the very like minutia of the day to day. And so even if they're able to, which we talked about a little bit last week, you know, manifest, however, six, seven figure um, months and years, like they have now this insane weight on them because the structure of the thing hasn't been properly created. And so my life right now is all about the structural in integrity of things. And I can't move my myself faster than I can go. I can't take the garbage out faster than I can take it out. It just, it has to be like a slowly peeling back of the layers of the different things and the integrating of the different things that I haven't integrated and then simultaneously letting go of things that aren't mine. Because as you layer things on top of other things, you know, even in business relationships, if you're just chaotically going from one client to the next without cleaning up the situation, you don't know what about that relationship ended because of 
something that, you know, you need to work on and something that maybe they were projecting onto you. If you can't discern what their projection is from what the reality is, then you're holding on to that energy too. That's not even, that's not even your mess. And you can't discern it because, because of all of the, the psychic weight that you're dealing with because of this super over bloated energy that's hanging out around you. So I think we, we all have different capacities of dealing with it. And I know that it's a very Hollywoodized version and Emily in Paris, cause she's like, she creates karma, right? She made, makes messes that maybe we wouldn't make, but then she, she handles it immediately. Um, and so, you know, it, I think there's a level of, you still need to be making messes. Like you shouldn't be so tightly wound that like, you're not willing to actually create messes. It's just, you have to have the basically like you have to have the, um, the fire in yourself to clean them up if you're willing to make them. And there's, and there's the difference between doing it in a way that's intentional and just blindly throwing chaos everywhere. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, making messes is part of the process when the mess happens. And when we go to confront it and to clean it up, that's when we learn something new about ourselves and how we're meant to operate in the world. So they're absolutely essential. And I'll say two things. So keeping that foundation cleared and clean, whether it's you first having to deal with everything from the past up until this point, And then also you handling things in the moment, like it's so, so important in order for you to grow and build upon something that's, that feels sturdy within yourself. And then I'll also say that once that foundation is solid and clear and clean, and you're able to operate in life at a rate where when things happen, you're able to, when messes happen, you're able to clean them up quickly. When you say that you're going to do something and you actually do it, that provides you an opportunity to really quantum leap in life. But having that foundation is absolutely necessary. That's the first step to, you know, having a dream and actualizing it way quicker than you ever thought would be able to happen. Yeah. And something that I was talking about with a friend last night, there's this term in the law of one and it's called, it's like an inefficient use of catalyst. And so, and it seems like kind of a, uh, a big term. Um, I was laughing. I was like, I love that term because that's what it is. It's when there's these catalysts that come into our lives through like DUIs, right. Through failed, extremely failed relationships. And instead of using them to propel us forward, we run from them. And so we don't actually efficiently use the catalyst in order to grow our spirit and grow our energy. You know, when a business fails instead of, um, or a business plan or an idea doesn't work the way that we want it to, or a relationship ends, like instead of running from the situation because it's painful, um, when we're able to efficiently use the situation to catalyze us into a new 
situation, like that's when we're, I think that's like the game of life, right? Like that's, that's how you do it. Um, because we can't avoid suffering. And like I said before, you can't escape life. You can't escape your life. And if you're able to like efficiently take each instance that of, 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 of internal maybe suffering and use it as an opportunity to grow, like it changes everything. And you, and like we've, we've been talking about, you can't necessarily discern how to do that properly until sometimes it takes a few years, maybe, oops, sorry, of cleaning up, um, cleaning up some of the old inefficient use, uses of cat, uh, catalysts and integrating the ones that were really there, the situations that were put in your life to catalyze you forward, integrating those and getting rid of the stuff that's not yours. So it's not just an undifferentiated mass of subconscious debris. Um, so, so yeah, so that, <laughs> thank you, Emily and Paris <laughs> for, <laughs> for bringing all of this into mind because I do see people who actually live their life like this and they're like a dog with a bone. When something comes up in their reality, they're not like off. Oh, like, let me go scroll on Instagram. Let me, you know, uh, just like go avoid it. Let me go procrastinate. Like, I'm going to deal with this right now. And I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight unless I deal with it or I do everything in my power to deal with it. And, you know, with our society being so aimed towards distraction, it's really easy to distract ourselves into a self-numbing cycle of not dealing with the things. And I guess my main idea from this and for myself is like, I'm, everything comes up, like I'm dealing with it. Like I am dealing with it at some point, you know, it's on my, it's on my fucking whiteboard. Like it might not get taken care of right now, but like, I know it's there. It's not anywhere else. And, and, and it gets a little bit more difficult when it comes to emotional situations, right? So it's not just the business stuff, but we're dealing emotionally with things like having to clean up some of the emotional messes that we've made too from the past. You know, that's a more nuanced thing, but at least we can start by being in integrity with the like practical side of life. And then we can use a little bit more nuance when we go into the emotional side. I just couldn't agree more that obviously from everything we've shared, we are very honest in our delivery that the three of us, as we have grown up, haven't necessarily been that way. But the the way that the three of us now handle our lives and stay in our sovereignty and hone in to living a life that is with truth and grace this is this is the walk of an embodied woman and a, a queen really and i just i couldn't agree more or love more what the two of you have shared today cuz i think i think when you do have something come up that is triggering or makes you want to become distracted or your nervous system does become ooh, a little bit dysregulated that when you instead, you know, you, you take a deep breath and you swallow whatever jagged pill it is that 
it it makes you so much stronger and so much more proud of yourself and so much more um just really gives you the ability to believe to believe in yourself and what you're capable of and it's yeah it, it's really fundamental to everything moving forward in business in relationship in how you show up in the world thank you so much for that musing and reflection Kristen I I kind of want to close us off with some more practical maybe like prompts surrounding this so you know when said mess is made I think First and foremost, it's important to ask yourself what you need to deal with and and heal from that particular situation. If it's like, you know, I need a nap, I need um, a you know a two hour phone call with a girlfriend. Like, what do you need to really emotionally support yourself? And then looking at the situation, like, are there any other external parties involved that I need to, you know, clear up, have a clearing conversation with, or is there something that needs to be like fixed outside of me and my emotions? And third, what is the lesson here? And how, like, how can I really implement that lesson and live by that lesson so that it, the mess doesn't happen again? And so that those are for the messes that will inevitably inevitably be made in life. And then on the other side of things, um, building confidence and trust in yourself. Like when things come up that you like, quote unquote, need to do, if it is going to take you five minutes, do the thing. If it's going to take you a little bit longer, put it on a list. Figure out when you're going to do it that week and do it because I'm telling you there, the feeling you get from checking things off and actually doing what you say you're going to do and doing like paying the bill when it, before it's due, calling that person to have that conversation you need, you need to have, you are going to feel so good and secure in yourself. So as Nike says. Just do it. <laughs> um, we love you all so much. Uh, we'll be having a little sacred pause next week. And then we will return with our post-Paris episode. And I'm sure we'll have many musings to share with you all then. So until next time, ciao. That's it. Immense gratitude for you for tuning in. And as Kristen puts it so well. And I just want to say to any listener that there's, there's a lot more nectar and juicy honey where that came from.